You're listening to the Midwest Marketing Orange Hour Podcast with your host, Brett Matthijs. All right, I saw this one the other day. If peanut butter was not called peanut butter, what would its name be, like the new name of it be? You can't use peanut or butter in the name. I thought this would be good since you're both like creative Crush marketing nut folks. spread. See, that's why you guys do what you do. I was right going to say nut spread, so yep. he got crushed. crushed. Nut spread. That's what you, yeah, that's the best answer I've heard. Yeah. I've asked everyone in the office, and that's, yeah. So what very good. Doing? Sounds good. So the person who had the great answer sitting to my left <laughs> is introductions here, I know. Do you, do you guys know the universal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Brad. He's yes. good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're, you are. Let who? the people know who you are. Yes. I mean, most people already will, but our listeners, who you are, where you work, what you do. What's it? I, what I do. Okay. Uh, my name is Robert Sharp. I own an advertising agency here in Rapid City, and I've been involved in advertising and communications and, and such uh, in this area for going on almost 40 years. Oh, Started really? out in radio, um, expanded, uh, and uh, added some uh, people who were very capable and competent in the newsprint uh, business or in the television business. And so the combination of all those creative uh, juices came together and we created an agency. And so we call ourselves Robert Sharp and Associates, pretty simple. <laughs> when was, what year was your agency? Did you, you start officially? Okay, so um, 1989, we're just celebrating our 30th year. Oh, well, congratulations. Uh, well, thank you. And so uh, prior to that, I, I worked for a local radio station and was involved in um, advertising and marketing uh, for customers uh, in this area. And so that's kind of how I got my foot in the door. Very exciting. And then on my right is, I said before the podcast, is our first repeat guest. Maybe you'll start a trend, who knows, but... My boss, Don Claymore. So give everyone who maybe missed your first appearance on the show a little spiel about where you are, like where you come from and what you do now. Um, I'm Don Claymore. I own Midwest Marketing, and we're about half the age of Robert. We started about 15 years ago in 2005. I've been working in marketing advertising about 30 years. Um, I came from the print side of the world, um, as Robert came from the radio, uh, before venturing into the advertising agency side of things. And what we both have in common, too, is at one time we both worked at car dealers in town. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I worked for the Jacobs uh, family for a long time, for for the Johnson family. Um, So, yeah, uh, car uh, dealerships go way back in my in my background. Hmm. That's an interesting connection yep. for both of you guys. Um, so what I've noticed is, and me and you have talked about this a lot, Don, is the fact that marketing has become a broad term. I don't know if it started as a broad term, but it's become a broad term where some people consider their marketing their teenage cousin doing their Facebook, and some people have, you know, working with multiple agencies, spending millions and millions of dollars, and somehow this is all marketing, in quotation marks here, I'm doing air quotes. So... To both of you, Robert, we can start with you. What defines marketing and what defines a marketing agency? Which, again, is just a super broad question. Well, you know, I did <laughs> just a little bit of research and I looked this up. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> marketing is the research and the development and the plan that goes into 
creating uh, uh, an advertising campaign because the advertising obviously being the message. But the marketing involves so much more than just creating a message or a good-looking ad. It involves research. It involves planning. It involves um, demographics. It involves many different things uh, to make up what you'd call marketing. For sure. In somewhat agreeance, anything to add to that? Don? Yeah, I, back to what Robert said on his first comment about having the team of multifaceted people that work for you. I think that's the first part of what defines an agency is having talented people from different aspects that are all working on a on the, on the same client. But um, I agree that it's anything from the overarching development of a brand all the way down to talking to the the teller of the bank that we're in to find out what, what she's hearing on the front line of all facets of a business. Absolutely. So is there something like you guys both said, you have a lot of experience in the space. Is there something now that a marketing to be a marketing agency, you have to have, you have to do that your customers need that 10 years ago was not needed. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Ladies first. You know, I think, I mean, my perspective is 10 years ago, Um, I think we spent maybe more time looking at ratings or how to buy media and strategy like that, where I feel like now in this day and age, buying media is a small, small portion of what we actually do. I mean, we're now diving into um, figuring out what the customer journey is from the time they're researching online to the time they walk in someone's business to um, buyer personas. and, And it's just very much moved away from um, kind of the basics of where we started into a a huge complex of um, all the different things that are happening. And then the other thing I think with our business too is it's it's always shifting. So you have to completely be kind of guessing of where that next thing is coming and where that's going to wind up. Absolutely. It is a a big thing. And obviously we hear it everywhere is digital. You know, digital is the, the new thing. As we move forward, say 10 years from now, is there something like, obviously, it's kind of a wild guess, as Don said, we shift so fast in marketing. Um, but do you think there's anything that you see on the horizon that we're going to need to conquer as marketers in the next 10 years, Robert? I think, um, boy, I think personal relationships are being lost. I'm just having a conversation this morning, and we do an awful lot of digital work as well. And talk about being in business for 30 years and each of us being in this industry for much longer than that. Uh, we've seen the adaptation of digital and what that's meant to our customers and meant to our uh, strategies. Uh, you know, the nice thing about the digital is is that you can really track what you're doing electronically and kind of value yourself and the service you bring or the results you're bringing to a customer that we didn't have the ability to do before. As Don had mentioned, you know, it's gone from looking at ratings and looking at medias to looking at um, uh, view rates and looking at bounce rates and looking at uh, conversion rates. And so our industry is constantly changing, and I expect that it would take those type of dramatic changes in the future. But the one thing that, that I, I really think that we're going to lack is that personal interaction. Yeah, I think that is one thing at the base of every good marketing agency and every good marketing campaign is those personal connections because that's how you connect with the not only your client as a marketing agency but as the business's like the business to their customers as well. When people feel that personal connection, then they know it's like, "Oh, I 
like this brand. Maybe they don't even realize what's going on in their head, but they're like, there's something about that brand that I connect with. Well, I can tell you that uh, we just had this discussion earlier today in regards to a retail customer of ours. And what are the advantages over trying to compete online where somebody can go online and find that product uh, at less? There's no doubt in our minds. But the one thing that they can't do is they can't provide the interaction with the customer, the touch, the feel, the smell, the service that goes into that. And I guess we've all bought something online uh, and we've had uh, a bad experience, especially with fit or with quality or or just uh, whatever that might be. And so um, the one thing we have, and we were having this discussion, as I mentioned this morning, uh, that sets us apart in a retail fashion is that emotional customer connection that that is going to, that is lost today in the digital world. Absolutely. Very well said. And I wholeheartedly agree because I think at the end of the day, people want to buy from people. And and you want to be able to walk into that men's clothing store and know he knows what size you wear and what you ordered the past year and you're you're already down that road versus sitting behind a computer and doing it there. Well, I just I just see your your question about how things are going to evolve. I think things are going to evolve mm-hmm. to a sense to where it's all focused on digital. And we try to uh, how do I want to say this? We try to caution our customers from uh, putting too many resources into digital and not focusing on the differences that they can compete with because you can't compete with an Amazon, you can't compete with Walmart. There are things that you can do that are better, and one of those things is the customer experience. So, absolutely. So. One thing that I've found just since I've started working at a marketing agency is people don't really, even in the business world a lot, but a lot of people that aren't in the business world, don't understand what goes on day to day at a marketing agency. And obviously it varies from day to day as that's a great thing about marketing is every day is different. So for college kids looking for a job, they're like, I don't want to do the same monotonous thing every day. Marketing is for that person. But could you give us a kind of just a quick and easy, real simple, what is it? somewhat typical day at a marketing agency in Rapid City? There are no typical there days. There are not. <laughs> that, that, you know, it's, uh, all of the above would be the box to check, um, especially in my role. I, I'm more of a creative. I'm more of the idea. Here's the idea. Here's the plan. Here's the strategy. And then I have people who surround me that are very capable of completing that or implementing it or executing it, as you might say. And it is true, and Don would say this as well. You have your day planned when you walk in in the morning, and within 20 minutes, it's rearranged for you based on priorities and based on deadlines or based on the needs of your customers and what's the needs of your employees. Um, I don't know how large your uh, staff is here, but we have uh, quite a few people that are busy working on different projects for uh, different customers. And so the day is ever changing and faced with a lot of different challenges. I, I like to call it controlled chaos because yeah. <laughs> I agree with Robert. It, you can have your whole day mapped out and it will never go according to plan. But at the same time, I think that's what I love about this business <laughs> is it, there's something addicting about it that um, you can manage it at the end of the day and figure out how to get most of it done and then work another 12 hours to get the rest of it done. That, but. <laughs> that's the challenge of it. That, that's, I think, what you just said drives you and drives many of us who are in this business uh, of performance. Yeah, 
that's like a really big relief to hear you guys say that. Cause yeah, that happens every single day. And I'm like, is this happening to everybody else where it's like, Oh, I am going to do this and this and got the to-do list done. And that's like, I got a lot done, but nothing on my original to-do list. So yeah, that's relief. Um, so in marketing buzzwords and keywords are a big thing. However, marketing itself, I believe has kind of become its own buzzword. It's like everyone wants to be marketing. Um, even things that really aren't really marketing, like, the pyramid marketing scheme, which is just like, yeah, not so much, but it's catchy. Have you guys noticed people are using, or let me rephrase that. Have you guys noticed that it's a, people are using that, not just marketing, but labeling themselves as a marketing agency as it is kind of a catchy thing and catches people's attention. I mentioned earlier um, that I was recently recently at a chamber mixer, and I ran into one of our clients a few days later, and um, he was asking me, when did everybody all of a sudden become a marketing consultant? Because he had ran into several people who gave him their, his, their card at the chamber mixer, and they were all a, a marketing consultant of some type. And um, I think the way I look at that is, you know, being a marketing agency is kind of like being the surgeon, you know, like you... If you're going to have surgery, you don't go just look it up online and decide to yeah, do your own knee replacement scary. based on what you saw. You know, you, you do your research and you, you try to find the best knee replacement surgeon out there to have it done. And I think that, you know, with the fact that we both have 70 years experience combined, I think you need to go to you know, the best in the industry or the professional in the industry instead of the guy who just decided to work out of his house and be a marketing consultant today. Or like you said earlier, Brett, you know, your niece works in Photoshop, so now she's a graphic designer. It's, you know, the people we work with every day and on our teams are all went to college and all have worked hard their whole life to be <coughs> professionals in the area that they are. I'm sorry. Pardon me. You're, but you're absolutely right. And I, and I know that this is a touchy subject, but as I mentioned to you before, I'm not afraid. And when people claim to be a marketer, claim to be an advertiser, and you say working out of their house or under a shingle, but you've got some organizations that are printing companies. You've got some organizations that are radio stations, that are TV stations. Um, you know, the, the one thing that, that people don't understand is that it takes a person a certain amount of time and a certain amount of experience to understand doing right and wrong. I love to sit down and tell my customers, you're going to take advantage of all 30 years of things I've done wrong, as well as all 30 years of things that I've done right. And these people that I've hand-selected here to work with you or to work on my behalf or trusted by me to deliver the same type of service or same type of capabilities or our um, counsel that I would. And so, you know, it's tough. And as Don said, uh, I here again, Don, we're so familiar in our thoughts because I, again, was speaking about this just the other day. If your business has cancer, uh, you're not going to seek out the cheapest remedy. You're going to seek out the best remedy. And so when you're looking for someone to help you with your knee or with your business's cancer, I, I, I would search out the, the best team. I would search out the most experienced team. 
I would search out a team that is focused on one thing, not selling books or making magazines or creating radio commercials or supervising disc jockeys or managing events and talent. I would focus on a company that gets up every day and works on marketing and advertising and the type of quality services that help small businesses succeed. I get it all the time. My nephew's cousin can build a website for us for half that price. God bless you. Let him do it. (laughs) And oftentimes what will happen is, and Don, you know this, is that that will either come back to us. If a person doesn't have pride or are not so much pride that they that they can't do that, that they think that it's uh, below them to say, hey, I made a mistake by hiring my cousin's nephew's brother, uh, then, you know, once they realize that, they see the value of really what we've put together here and the work that we do every day, advertising and marketing for either one of us, I I would believe I could say this on Don's behalf, is not a sideline. It's not something we do just out of the whim of things, or it's not something we've added because we've failed somewhere else. Absolutely. I think a big differentiator here is the fact, the term of full service agency, which both of Midwest Marketing and Robert Sharp and Associates is. So can you guys define what makes an agency full service and what you know doesn't make an agency full service? You know, I think, again, it goes back to what Robert just said about having that team underneath you and that team of people that can all be working and collaborating together um, for the common interest of the client. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be the first one to tell you I'm at Roberts a creative. I'm more of the left brain type of person. So um, I do need creative people. I knew, I, I don't know how to work a video camera. We need video people in house. We need digital people. Um, we, we need all those different brains together to come together and work in the, client's best interest. And so um, we're not, I'm not, and I, and I know Robert's not either. We're not into one-offs. We're not trying to, we're not trying to sell you something. We're, we're proud of the relationships we have with our clients and we're trying to drive business and drive revenue to our clients. And what's the most creative and profitable way to do that. And I think um, when you're full service, you're, you never quit thinking about your clients. You're, you're constantly trying to make things better, even if they're not broke, but they're always on your mind. You brought up a question there I heard in your explanation about integrity. And I, and I, I know this needs to be said. When, when we work with a customer, we are not media sellers or ad sellers. We're buyers on behalf or brokers on behalf of that customer. And our guidelines or our fees are not set on commissions. They're not set on you need to buy my station or my magazine or my uh, product in which for me to provide this consultation to you as a marketing agency that also sidelines and several other things. Um, There's a matter of trust that our customers come to us uh, with, and uh, I expect to give that back to them twofold by saying to them that this is, this is not um, uh, a product that I'm selling you that I also public publish. It's not a product that I'm selling you that you have to be in because it's the greatest thing because 
I own those signals or those radio stations or I own that medium. Um, you know, the, the best thing that, that can happen is to get an independent voice who is uh, looking out for the customer or the client's best interest as opposed to the organization that they support or that they sideline in to move their customers to. I, I just think there's a matter of trust there. And I think, um, totally agree. Um, and I think it's even gotten more profound in the past 10 years because not I'm not dissing on the media reps, but maybe their bosses, is what's happened is because you know newspaper circulation is in half and because now we have other options other than radio, we have digital audio, we have all these things and TV, you can watch it online, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of these stations are forcing their media reps to try to sell digital. And at the end of the day, you know, um, they're not necessarily even comfortable with selling digital, but, you know, I'm a yellow page rep and I'm selling digital, but they're trying to offer it. And I think it's a huge disservice to a small business because, as Robert said before, you know, if a small business has $500 to throw at digital, I won't take that money. You, you can't do anything with $500 to try to compete online. And so um, I think we have to be careful on on that as well. Well, uh, and I'm not sure where this podcast is going right now, but <laughs> I can tell you this when I, when I hear you talk about that and to get even more poignant about it, it, it's the survival of those medias where the marketplace has gone digital. Ten years ago, we weren't building websites. Now we build hundreds of them a year. The necessity for them, the survival is to offer additional products and knowing that there is some buzz out there about digital because everybody wants to understand it or how to do it. And I, I look how big Amazon's getting or how big Google's getting. And those are apples to oranges. The focus has always been for those media companies on survival. And I'm not speaking anything uh, that should be construed as being negative or that attacks anybody's character because there's some great individuals that are working to try and help people and their small businesses succeed. It's truly in their heart, but sometimes they don't have the tools in which to do that. And the limited tools that they have are the only things that they can offer. And so naturally, it's a matter of survival that some of these are out saying to you that, you know, not only do we sell pretzels at this stand, but we also sell hot dogs and cheesesteaks and so on. Um, I hope that point was made. Do you think it falls in the category too, where digital can be somewhat of a easy sell as there's a level of unknowability to it from a small business owner's point of view? Digital is complex even as marketers. So it's kind of an easy sell because um, when you're running a TV ad, you're like, there I am. I'm watching the 530 news and there's my ad. We're digital. We're targeting people who knows where and maybe you're not seeing that ad. So there's a, a point of like, I think it's working, but I'm not really sure. And that's why it's easier to sell. Well, I think it gets back to the understanding of the knowledge. And people are taking advantage of someone's lack of knowledge. And again, um, it, it's important. It's important that you understand that digital, uh, broadcast, newsprint, nothing works without the message and without the value transition between the customer and the business owner at all. 
whether it's digital, whether it's on tele, there has to be some type of connection going back uh, with that customer. Yeah, and I think going back to what both of you guys were saying is um, we have the best interest of our customers in mind, and a, a good media mix is what you want. You don't want to be shackled into something where we're going to get you here and there and where we believe you need to be, whether that's digital, TV, print, no matter what, but we're going to mix it up for you and, and give you exactly what we think is going to be a successful strategy. Well, and as you know, Brett, we, we've quit we've quit differentiating maybe two years ago between traditional and digital because now it's all it's all in the pot. You know, it's not digital is not the the shiny new object anymore. It's just another piece of the puzzle. So I think um, just like Robert said, it's unless you're making the connection with the right customer for the right product, um, that nothing else will happen no matter how you advertise. Yeah, it doesn't. And so um, I think that there is value in each medium. And I think it's the agency's job to get that value out of that medium for the customer that we represent. You know, I always love to hear the customer say, well, I don't know why you'd be buying that radio station. I never listen to it. I don't know why you're buying newsprint. Nobody ever reads it. These statements are untrue, and you can find the value in the demographics and the audience who's still consuming that product, whether it be digitally, whether it be in print, or whether it be in broadcast or auto. Auto, um, odd, audio. The there you go. Through audio, <laughs> uh, it's it's the message and the connection that counts. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, and we'll continue with our discussion here. Hey guys and gals, it's Brett Matice, the host of the Midwest Marketing Podcast. I need you to do me a favor, really, really quick. I promise you, it won't take long. However, you're listening to this here podcast, go on to iTunes, Stitcher, maybe you're just on our website, whatever it is. Go give us a five star rating. See those stars? There's going to be five of them. Just go to the one furthest on the right-hand side. Click that one. Maybe write a few quick nice words about us. Unless you don't like us very much, then don't write anything at all. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Let's get back to listening. One thing that we all know as marketing professionals is marketing is time-consuming. If you don't have a specific, whether you're an in-house marketing person or you're just trying to do it on your own as a business owner, you're not going to be able to make it work because it is. It's like it's a full, marketing is a full-time job. So what are some of those benefits that a full-service marketing agency can provide that's going to take some of that weight off of your plate as a business owner? I, I guess I, my husband came to mind because I, for 20-plus years, have told him that when I'm working at 9, 10 at night or whatever I'm doing, that um, I'm not like him. I don't own a retail business that I unlock the door at 8 in the morning and I lock the door at 7 and then I'm done. I mean, marketing is is 24-7. And, well, you know, Brett, I mean, how many times have I walked in and said, here's my 3 a.m. epiphany. When I woke up in the middle of the night, I had this idea. I mean, you, I think when you're working with a select group of businesses and really doing marketing for them, that they're in your mind all the time. You're you're always constantly working on that. And I think if you're just hiring someone to do a website, you're going to get a website. You're not going to get the full thought process behind building the structure of the website to talk about why people are coming to the website that will eventually buy from you. Yeah. I think the big thing is, like you said, you come in with 3 a.m. ideas. It's like, I'll be working on something for somebody. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, there's an idea for who knows, just totally off the wall. It's like then we build on that and build on that and build on that. And all of a sudden that becomes a campaign where you're not probably going to get that 
whether you're just trying to do it yourself because you have so much other stuff to take care of as a business owner? Well, I think that's the key, is that everybody has their own specialties and the things that, that they do very well. I don't work on cars. I'm not very good at carpentry. I can fix things around the house sometimes twice. But I understand marketing and advertising. It's just a knack that I have and the creative ability. And as I mentioned earlier, the years of doing things right versus wrong and finding the middle and being able to adapt and to change in the ever-changing environment that is advertising and marketing. It's a lot to keep up on. And to have the help uh, of my staff and group of people that work together to help me achieve those goals for the customer, they don't have resources like that. Unless they have a large corporation and they've got 30 people dedicated to advertising and marketing in every aspect of how the website works and how will people interpret this print ad and is there a bounce back coupon? Is there some type of goal set up for the conversion of these people into customers and then the retention and the value that comes from tracking that? No possible way that any one individual, especially a small business person, can stay on top of all those trends without a trusted advisor and that advisor coming from somebody who's been there, done that, walked that walk, and talked that talk. And I think as Don mentioned, whether you wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning or whether you're driving down the interstate and you see a billboard and say, gosh, I understand what they were trying to say. Here's how we could say it so much better. It, it, it's something that I do. It's something that I do well. And uh, I've said this to many of my employees before, uh, a great way to end the podcast it's better to be great at one thing than to half-ass a bunch of them. Yeah, never half-ass one thing, whole-ass two things. There you go. Or whole-ass two things. There you go, something yeah, like something that. Something along those yeah, lines. there you go. Yeah, we're going to have to fix that, and, my goodness. And I think what Robert said, too, about trust. I think when you do take, when you do get, th the beauty of the relationship is when you have a business owner that knows their business so well, and they totally trust you that you know marketing so well, and they're sharing their business problems with you, and you can work together to come up with solutions. It's a, it's a relationship that, that works, and it's a relationship that can't be broken and, and gets results for the business. So. Yeah. I know you, Robert, use the word uh, advisor, and we've used you know, business confidant at times, um, but I think it really is that where it's not, you're not just handing over the keys completely. You're letting us help you. If you come to us like, oh, I saw this, and I like this idea, we're going to work together with you as an agency. You're not just like, have no control over your marketing anymore. It's a give and take type of relationship with the agency that you're working with. Absolutely. It, it truly is. And that's the best part of my day is for my client to tell me that things have worked well or the solution I came up with solved their problem. That makes my day. And I, I know Don can say this as well. I've got customers that I've worked with for many years, some going on 28 years and being incorporated for 30 now. That's, that's a testament to the value that you bring every day and the challenges that you overcome and that you help them with. And um, those businesses who see that value and find a trusted confidant that can help them solve their advertising and marketing problems 
so that they can concentrate on running other aspects of their business and do that so well, it gets back to that doing one thing very well as opposed to a lot of things not. Yeah, I think, like you said, you build someone a website, and all of a sudden you're looking at the analytics on that, and the users just keep climbing, and the time on page keeps on climbing. As a marketer, there's like nothing more exciting than that, but from a business owner's point of view, that's just the best thing in the world because you've trusted someone to take care of you, and they have. And for almost exclusively, for the most part, that is what happens when you come to a marketing firm is you put your trust in someone and they help your business succeed and you build that personal relationship with them. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I suppose as we wrap it up, do you guys have any last minute thoughts, things we didn't touch on that you wanted to touch on or any knowledge to share with the people? I want to thank Robert for (laughs) for coming in and doing this with us. uh, And I have appreciated our relationship over the last 20 years. I think um, we've had some good, healthy competition and mutual respect, and and you're a silver medal winner, and so am I, so that's saying something. Well, um, I think uh, longevity in this business says something. You know, a lot of people, and you'd mentioned it earlier in our podcast, they hang out a shingle, they're an expert at this or an expert at that, and they sometimes have one or two customers that are sheltered within a certain segment of business, uh, and, and that's all they know. They know how to build a website. They know how to make a pretty ad. They know um, just a few things that that can help them kind of project themselves as being an expert. But it's the day-in, day-out uh, challenges and overcoming those and the deadlines and the creative thought that brings about a successful business, so whether you're an advertising agency or a tire store. So. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you both for coming on. Obviously, you guys are very well respected in the region as marketing professionals. And I enjoy talking to you guys and learning from you guys. I get to learn from Don every day. So it was great to officially meet you, Robert, and and have you sit down and share some wisdom with me and all the listeners. And uh, other than that, thanks for listening, guys.